This is Atypical Parenting, the podcast for parents and caregivers for those on the autistic spectrum. My name is Dawn Tree, and I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner, but more importantly, I'm the mother of a 32-year-old adult autistic son. Each week, along with special guests, I hope to bring you relevant information and lots of encouragement as we walk this journey together. Welcome to Atypical Parenting. I'm Dawn Tree, and I imagine at this point, especially if you listen to any of the episodes I've published this month, you might be wondering about me. So I thought maybe you want to know who I am and why I've started this podcast. Well, I've wanted to do some sort of project that would support parents and caregivers for those on the spectrum for a really long time, but I had no idea what format it was going to take. So I tell you, I really thought so often over the years about different strategies like writing a book or starting some sort of support group, but it really never was concrete in my mind how it was going to actually take shape. And honestly, most of the time I thought that I was crazy and it was never going to take shape. So a few years ago, my brother said to me, hey, have you heard about such and such podcast? And literally my response was, what's a podcast? So at that point, I started delving into the world of podcasts. And if you're listening to this, I imagine you've already done that and you know that there is literally a podcast out there for every topic or interest that a person could think of. And slowly the idea of starting a podcast began to take root. Although honestly, I really didn't have the confidence I thought I needed to do that. Until recently, when I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts called Don't Quit Your Day Job with Kathy Heller, who's amazing, by the way, She did a short series where she walked her listeners step-by-step through starting a podcast, and she provided a whole lot of encouragement along the way. And because of that, all of a sudden, this creative energy that was inside me for all those years felt like it had found a home. It just, you know, that feeling in your gut that you get when you're like, oh, yes, that is the right thing or the right answer. Like, yes, that is it. And so, you know, honestly, I had like no idea how I was going to do it. I didn't know a goddamn thing about podcasting, but I just felt like it was right. And so I started the process step by step, and it's been a really interesting learning curve along the way, and I continue to learn with every episode that I do. But so I went back and I must have listened to those few episodes like three or four times before I had like the feeling that I could start the very first thing. So the show is about providing information and encouragement that you need as a parent to someone on the autism spectrum. And honestly, it's something that I wish I had had access to when I was raising my children. I feel like back in 1990, when I had my son, there was really very little information about autism spectrum disorders. And it felt like, at least, that there was even less understanding in the community about why my child experienced the world the way he did. So now, 30 plus years later, there is so much more information out there, and I don't want parents to miss out on the benefit of that information. Because I know, like, when you look at the internet today and how much bullshit there is on it and how much time you need to take going down the rabbit hole to find reliable information, I know that it's super hard and even harder to access the support when you're the parent of an autistic person. And, you know, this really hit home for me recently when I was looking for support myself. I was really excited because I found an online support group for parents of adult autistic children. And I had never seen anything like that before. So I was like, oh, my gosh, this is great. Let me sign up. Well, 
you know, it cost a few hundred dollars, which obviously would be a hindrance for many people. And then on top of that, there was a waiting list that I had to wait several months and I didn't even know when I was going to get in. So I finally got in and I'll tell you, it was actually pretty disappointing because I quickly realized that it was like mainly just a parent bitch and moan session, which, you know, it's nice to commiserate sometimes, but in my opinion, it doesn't really help much of anything. So that was disappointing. But the thing that I really found surprising was the commonalities between all of our kids who were in their upper 20s to mid 30s. And it kind of blew me away how all of these adults on the spectrum were struggling with similar issues, like lack of support or resources. Like many of them didn't even have a provider. They couldn't find a primary care provider who knew how to work with people with autism. They, you know, and they couldn't find a primary, they certainly couldn't find a psychiatric one. So these adults on the spectrum in general, all of them, there were like 10 families in the group. All of their kids struggled with fear of society and or fear of people and how they, the autistic person might be vulnerable out there in the world. They all struggled with financial security and the difficulties in getting any sort of workplace accommodations or government supplemental assistance. None of them had been able to sustain meaningful employment, even though some of them were college educated. And, you know, I really didn't realize that these things were so universal. As I was waiting for a spot to open up, just to back up a minute, the idea of the podcast was working itself out in my brain, and it hit home that the fact that I had to pay hundreds of dollars to be part of the group, and I also had to wait months to get a spot to open up, it made me sort of start ruminating on the fact that there is a huge need out there for parent support. So I want to answer the question for myself of how do I do this parenting an adult on the spectrum thing better? Because believe me, some days it's total shit. And I'm a total asshole because whatever. And I really want to know how do I take better care of my son while taking better care of myself as a parent and as a woman? And I know in my bones, I just know that you guys have those same questions. So I want to bring you all along on my current journey, but I also want to be there for parents of younger children with autism. I want to be like the older person with experience and knowledge that I didn't have when I needed it. I'm in my 50s at this point. I'm master's educated, and I went into psychiatry so that I could understand the whole process of autism and mental health systems better. If I can spare you some of the heartache that my son and family went through as I was raising my children, if I can help you avoid some of the awful mistakes that I made, because believe me, I made some real big ones, I hope that that in turn might help your autistic child have a better life experience. That might make what we went through, what my son went through, mean something. Can you imagine how amazing our world will be in 20 years from now if we can figure out how to raise our autistic kids better? so that they can become productive members in the world rather than what we see today where autistic adults have an 85% unemployment rate? What is that about when we know how brilliant and talented and creative our children are? Why are they being left to flounder in this society when they have so much to offer? Imagine what the world would look like if we were able to harness the unique perspectives that people on the autistic spectrum provide. 
this podcast is going to hopefully help you as the parent be the parent that you want to be. I aim to help you find the joy in parenting so that joyful experiences outnumber the heartache and anxiety and overwhelm that we often experience. We're going to get together every week, and a lot of the time I'm going to have interesting guests who share things about who they are or what they're doing to provide new perspectives or value to our lives. We're going to talk to successful autistic adults and ask them, hey, what helped you become this successful person that you are? And also maybe we'll ask them to share just a little bit of their heartache and the things that hindered their development. I hope that through the podcast, you will get solid, practical information that you'll be able to implement into your daily lives. But I also hope that you will get some encouragement and some support and that you'll finally feel like you're not alone in all of this. We're going to be having live Q&A sessions on Instagram, I, I think on Instagram, but we'll see where we can just hang out and you guys can ask me questions. You can pick my brain about psychiatry. We could talk about parenting or anything else relevant to the topic. And going through what you are all going through now, raising your children, I really think that a lot of the time together is going to simply be holding space for each other as we talk about the struggles that we're going through. Because the day-to-day -day is hard. It's time to start supporting each other in this journey that we're on. So let me just share a little bit about my story. I personally had a little bit of a rough start in life. I grew up in a trailer park and experienced some adverse childhood events, which is what they call things like chaotic childhoods and abuse and neglect and all that stuff. So I, for anyone who knows anything about trauma, you understand that that left me pretty vulnerable as a person. And so as a teen, I started using drugs and alcohol and skipping school, and then I became involved in an abusive relationship. Ultimately, I ended up as a high school dropout. I got pregnant at 19. And when my son was born, I was in the midst of a depression. I was highly anxious. And I felt so inadequate that I had no ability to trust my own parenting instincts. And I will tell you that that feeling of inadequacy stayed with me throughout the years, even as I pulled my life together. I became a nurse and ultimately a nurse practitioner. I provided a stable home. I cooked everything from scratch. It's like the running joke that I wouldn't let my kids eat any processed foods and all they wanted were those stupid fruit gushers. <laughs> but, you know, I did all of the things that successful women and successful mothers do. And yet I still, when it came to parenting someone on the spectrum, I had no confidence in my ability to figure it out. I had spent a lot of time around children. I had started babysitting from the time I was 12 years old, and I had an excellent grasp on how to provide love and structure and support to a typical child. But unfortunately, as you all know, when those same strategies are applied, they don't work out so well. They didn't work out so well with my son. And at the time, I was like completely baffled. So when he was young, I, you know, I lived with my mother until he was three, thank goodness, because my parents were a wonderful support. But, you know, when he was young, it was easy enough to ask my mother or aunt or, you know, a woman in the church for suggestions. I read and researched and found new strategies to try, some of which helped and some of which were completely absurd. We should have an entire episode on the absurd bullshit that is out there when it comes to helping your autistic child, because I know that you've come across it too. But as he got older, you know, the school system started to apply pressure on me and on him 
And he was always in trouble, and I was always getting calls from the teacher and the principal. And it became really hard to trust myself even more because all of the, quote, experts were telling me what I needed to do. And they all agreed that I needed to get him involved in psychiatric care. He needed testing. He needed treatments. He needed psychotropic medications. And so as ashamed as I am about this, I blindly went along with it. That's what I did. I really should have known. I'd tell you, I really should have known. Because every professional that we went to, they had advice. They had suggestions. But they were totally clueless. And they didn't even know what the diagnosis was. We must have gone through half a dozen diagnoses before I finally brought Asperger's to the attention of his provider. And still, I continued to defer to others who I believe knew more or better than I did. I persisted in doing what I was told as a good girl in our society, which I was raised to be. I did what the doctors, what the teachers, what the principals, what the therapists, you know, what everybody told me to do, even though in my gut, I knew it wasn't the right thing. I persisted in doing what I was told. And because of that, years went by when I wasn't providing the kind of parenting that someone on the spectrum needed. In fact, a lot of the time, I was providing the opposite. Over the years, while this was all going on, I was working part-time as a nurse, and I was continuing my education slowly, one or two classes at a time. And I started to gain some faith in myself. I finally, finally, so late in the game, which pisses me off, but I finally came to understand that all of the, quote, experts out there are really nothing more than people who happen to have a degree that formed an opinion. I finally understood that my opinion as a very well-informed parent actually was more important than theirs and sometimes more valid. And this may seem like such a simple idea, but truly it really was a breakthrough for me. It changed the way I looked at this whole situation. So the goal of the podcast is number one, to provide information that is not always easy to come by, but more importantly, it's to help you have that same breakthrough sooner and easier than I did. Let my struggle be your light. Don't ever trust others over yourself. You may not have degrees or training, but you, as your child's parent, have just as much right to an opinion. This is your child, and who knows them better than you do? No one. Who loves them more or has more investment in their outcome as a human? No one but you. You do. Stop sitting back and letting other people dictate what happens to your child. Take control of this journey because it belongs to you. In 20 years, do you think that provider sitting behind the desk is going to give one single shit about how your child is doing in life? No. So stop following advice that feels all kinds of wrong in your gut. Last year in 2022, Brigham Young University did a meta-analysis of studies from around the world that focused on parent interventions in the autistic population. Parent intervention. So they didn't do much for the kids at all. They just focused on the parents. So all the studies that they found looked at different parent interventions like education or support groups or parenting techniques, etc. And do you know what they found? When they took all of these studies and boiled them down, it didn't matter what the intervention was. What mattered was that the parents felt empowered. 
let that sink in for a minute because that is crazy. Basically, what it said was it doesn't matter what intervention you do, as long as you know that you have the power to change your child's outcome. If you feel empowered to do something, anything to help your child, that is what will make a difference in improving the outcome. So please don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that experts and professionals aren't valuable because they are. I'm one of them. So I know that I can provide help and support and suggestions. And I know about resources that you might not know about. However, I also know that without parents' input and knowledge of their child, any professional treatment is doomed for failure. If you as a parent are anxious when it comes to doing what the professionals tell you, your child is not going to respond well. Your child takes his cue from you. If you know in your gut that whatever it is isn't quite right for them, that is going to translate into nervous system dysregulation for your child. And you all know what happens when your child's nervous system is dysregulated. The other goal of the podcast, which I talked about earlier, is truly to be that person for you that I wish I had had. Raising my children, I found the most frustrating experiences. I found that most of the people in my life did not appreciate even an ounce of what my family was going through. They had no understanding, and therefore they had no empathy for the struggles that my child faced. They didn't understand the social difficulties he had. They thought it was normal childhood stuff when their kids teased him or excluded him. They knew he had struggles, but never seemed to consider the repeated harm that these seemingly small things were causing. They didn't understand when I didn't discipline him the way that they thought I should. They didn't understand his meltdowns or the ideas that he would talk about. They didn't understand that his nervous system was completely overwhelmed sometimes. And so as a mother, over time, I withdrew more and more from like typical social activities. You know, we couldn't go to the neighborhood barbecues or the church picnics and expect to hang out there all day. So not only did that leave us open to judgment from other people who knew absolutely nothing, but it took away the opportunities for adult bonding, for developing friendships, for time with girlfriends, or just adult contact. And when you're raising small children, you need that. And that was really hard. So my goal is to be a substitute for that mom or friend that you might need right now. I know what you're going through. And I know the heartbreak and disappointments and the isolation that you so often feel. I also know the joys. And I know the intense love that you have for your children. And so just like any good girlfriend would, I also want to challenge you. I want to challenge you to get yourself healthy to eliminate distractions and lead your life more intentionally. I want you to choose yourself and your own health as much as you choose your child's because getting yourself well and happy and healthy is the absolute best thing you can do for your child's nervous system. If you, as the parent and caregiver, are well-regulated, your child will be much more likely to also be well-regulated. You may wanna know, how's my life going? So after all this, you might want to know, how's my life going now? How's my relationship with my adult son? Honestly, it's not perfect. And I'm not going to pretend that it is. There are ongoing struggles. And some days it's absolutely awful for both of us. But despite that, there are also joys and beautiful moments of connection. The conversations I've had with him now that he's an adult have been absolutely mind-blowing. When we can both 
get ourselves in the right place and find that connection, the bonding moments that we have are amazing. I learn important things from my relationship with him every single time that happens. So please know that I'm going through this with you. Even though my son is an adult, I'm still learning how to help him, how to support him, how to be the mother that he needs me to be now. I'm not here to tell you what to do, but I am here to share a little bit of my journey with you and to encourage you along the way. And like I said, honestly, there is no rule book for this. The academic and medical communities are just starting to understand and get a handle on young children and school-age children with autism. But older teens and especially adults with autism, they have no idea how to help them best. It, it is still so misunderstood. So like I was talking about earlier, the fact that 85% of autistic adults are unemployed, it's outrageous when you consider how smart and talented so many of them are. I'm passionate about figuring out how society can help support autistic adults and integrate them in ways that make them feel accepted. In my current everyday life, I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner with a private practice. I'm doing this podcast and I have no idea if it's going to be good, but I've committed to putting out valuable information. In my current everyday life, I'm a psychiatric nurse practitioner with a private practice. I've committed to putting out valuable information and encouragement every week on this podcast. I'm not an entertainer or even an autism specialist. I'm simply a mother who happens to work in the field and wants to do better and wants to encourage you to do better, however that pertains to your journey. Each of our children with autism, despite the commonalities that exist, are beautifully unique. And I don't know about you, but I want to own the mistakes I've made and move forward striving to be the very best parent I can be now, even though my children are adults. It doesn't matter. I refuse to step away from this most important role I've been given in life. And I hope you'll stick with me. Each of us has the power to make a difference. But together, if we all start doing this thing better, this parenting thing, if we're able to understand how to better support our child with autism and we educate others around us as a group, we can change society. I'm pretty sure that if you're still listening at this point, something I've said is resonating with you. And we as parents of autistic children can relate to each other like no one else. These are things that no one would ever understand except another parent dealing with the same types of things. I will bet that there is some crazy that goes down in your house because I know there sure is in mine. So I want you to let me know what are the things that resonated with you today? What are the issues and topics that you need support with now? What questions do you want to talk about on the podcast? Maybe like what person in the world of autism would you like to hear from? And I'll do my best to get that person on. What are your personal challenges right now? So I'm going to end with this because it's so important. If you remember anything I've said today, I want you to remember these words. You, as a parent, are the most important person in your child's life. Your opinion is the most valuable one in any room when it comes to your child. Stop searching for that magic that will change the outcome in your child's life and trust yourself. Remember that your child has struggles, but they, as humans, are perfect. Hone in on their strengths instead of focusing on their weaknesses. Thank you. 
If you got something out of this episode, please go to iTunes or Google or wherever you're listening and subscribe to the show. Right now, do it now before you forget and maybe leave a review or tell a friend. And let's start a revolution. Let's empower ourselves.